Hey, yes, Jesuits, if you love listening to the podcast as much as we love making it, we'd like to ask you to support the show however you can. We have launched a Buy Me a Coffee page where you can make a one-time contribution to keep the show running. And if you really, really, really love us, please consider becoming a monthly sponsor. Links to Buy Me a Coffee and becoming a monthly sponsor are in our show notes and on our website, yasjesuspod.com. If you can't donate right now, please, please consider leaving us a review on Apple and Spotify podcast, following us on social media, and sharing us with a friend. All of these things help us to bring you new episodes. So, to all the zaddies and mama bears and everyone out there who already subscribes and support us, thank you so much. We seriously could not do this without you. And now, without further ado, on to the show. Hello, kings and queens and in-between sinners, saints, and I don't know if I is or I ain't. Welcome to another CGI twerktacular spectacular episode of Yes, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> welcome. I'm Danny Franzese, and as always, I'm here with my bestie. Azariah Southworth. That's right. And here at Yes, Jesus, we believe... We need more queer retellings of the Easter story, Danny. Yes, and a CGI poll isn't going to send you to CGI stripper hell. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, the episode theme, obviously, if you haven't figured it out yet, is Montero, Little Nas X's video. But before we get into our theme, sit yourself in the pew, pew, pews as we get to Milligan University is a Christian university and seminary in Tennessee. In April, more than 600 alumni, students, faculty, staff, family, and community members released a statement calling on Milligan University to welcome and affirm persons of all gender identities and sexual orientations. Every person is a beloved child of God and deserves to be treated with respect and compassion, said Jessica Carter, a former member of the university's a former member of the university's student life staff and now president of the board of directors of the newly formed Milligan for All. Now, the statement asked that the university to adds gender identity and expression as well as sexual orientation as protected statuses to its non-discrimination <laughs> policy to form a diverse committee to guide the institution and become more welcoming and inclusive. Milligan for All began as a group on Facebook, organized after an openly lesbian professor was dismissed from the university, but quickly grew into something much bigger. Over just a few short months, the group expanded from a point of connection for LGBTQ and allied alumni into a base for activism. Milligan for All plans to engage current students, faculty, and staff, as well as alumni, families of students and alumni, and members of the larger community in its efforts to affect change at the university. The organization sees its work as a mission of bringing restorative justice and healing to the school. It's good. We need that because this it's is happening everywhere, isn't it? It's huh? happening everywhere. And it's there are Christian universities have proven to not be safe environments for LGBTQ students, staff, faculty, all of it. So good. Good for Milligan for all. Yeah, we need to see this at lots of other schools, uh, not just, uh, you know, uh, Milligan, but we've been talking about Walsh and Lee University and all these Liberty, all these other places. It's time to hold people accountable. Uh, we will be praying for them for sure, uh, which brings us to our praise report and our prayer request. This is the time of our show where if you have something 
that you would like to some extra prayer on and you want us to pray on it for you, we'll pray on it. And if you have something you want to say hallelujah about, we're here to also hallelujah with you. Right now, we'll get right into our praise report. We have a hallelujah from Nicole. Nicole just wants to say some praise for her family all coming out together. Wow. Yes, her a lesbian, her daughter, trans, and two boys by as all the whole family navigates living their truth in the LGBTQ community. I mean, that is a family living in their miracle queerness, and we thank God for it. I mean, mm-hmm. how awesome with I mean, what a unique situation. Right. And uh, that they all can be honest and authentic with each other. That's beautiful. Your praise report sounds like a reality show. Uh, don't just call us. Uh, start calling Hollywood. <laughs> uh, but honestly, God bless you all. Uh, I yeah. think that's so awesome. And thanks for sharing that with us. Yeah, that's great. And Nancy, well, we, we got a prayer request. Yeah, we have a prayer request from Pastor Heidi. Uh, Pastor Heidi is asking that we pray for S. Young. Uh, they are a trans woman who attempted suicide and whom the hospital sent out with only socks on her feet. So um, please keep S. Young in your prayers. Um, she is needing that, um, that support from us. God, it is so hard out there, and we are praying for S. Young. Um, thank you, Pastor Heidi, for being a person who reaches out for prayer for people like that. And we are really just reaching out for them because that's horrible. Uh, we are uh, going to go into our scripture of the day. Uh, This will bring us a little bit of hope, so hang in there uh, for the scripture of the day. This Sunday, Sunday, Sunday for the scripture of the day. It's soul food. Soul food. Today only. Um, It comes from 1 Peter. 1 Peter 3, 18 through 19. (laughs) Christ has also suffered for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, in order to bring you to God. He was put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit, in which also he went and made a proclamation to the spirits in prison. Um, that is a super Sunday uh, scripture for mm-hmm. sure. Um, the gospel today, look, it's, you know, it's been out for a little bit, but we need to spend a little time talking about the Montero video yeah. from Little Nas X. It has been, uh, how shall we say, uh, getting some attention? <laughs> Just a little bit, though. Not not too much attention. It's really a queer Christian message in there, isn't it? But it also went to number one on the charts. I don't know there if you plenty, heard. Yeah, there were plenty <laughs> of folks who were condemning this video. They didn't like it that Little Nas X rode down a CGI stripper pole and lap danced on a fake Satan. Did you see the video, uh, <laughs> right? You saw the video, right? Yes. You know, look, I, at first, I have to admit, I thought it was a little gross. Mm-hmm. I, I did. I thought it was like a little insensitive putting it out on Palm Sunday. I was like, oh, it just seemed like a, like a desperate grab at attention. Like when I've seen some artists do things that are religious iconography, like Marilyn Manson or whatever, mm-hmm. it's always a hard eye roll for me. I, I'm not necessarily offended by it, but I'm like, it's like a poop joke in a way. And I much prefer a poop joke. Um, mm-hmm. But um, as I sat and watched people react to that, when the Karens and the Kyles came out of the woodwork, I was like, okay, wait a minute. I see this is so crazy. 
you know, and there was a couple of really great tweets about it, talking about the fact that um, that really gave me some interesting perspective on the fact that little Nas X is like a queer black rapper who has mm-hmm. been told by the church the whole time he doesn't belong and that he's going to hell. And now that he's in hell, everybody's all up in arms about it. Like, <laughs> you know, and then it's, that's where you wanted him to go, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that this is a byproduct of the hatred and the vitriol that a lot of the Christian community does spill out towards LGBTQ people. I mean, what do you want? You keep saying you're going to hell. You're going to hell at every rally, every pride, everything we ever do. Mm-hmm. And now that, you know, and then here we are, this is what, this is what you get. And the, and also the fact pointed out that, um, so many folks, uh, don't say anything when there are, you know, uh, trans women being killed or, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter or standing up for uh, mass shootings and, and speaking speaking out about that kind of stuff. And no one has any time to do anything, but a music video comes out with a CGI stripper pole and all of a sudden everyone's writing strongly worded letters to their senators. Well, I really think it was the Nike shoes that, that just really pissed off those pastors and sneakers with all the expensive sneakers. Like, wait! Hold on, my yeah. kid wears Nike. I know. <laughs> I draw the line here. No, I I, I liked I liked the video better than I liked the song. The song's good. I like the song, but the video I liked better because you know, and this is what the pastors overlooked. Little Nas killed the devil. You know, and maybe we can get this into this a little bit later. But with uh, his booty hole, no. <laughs> with his booty hole, that's a powerful bottom. Um, but I. Uh, you know, to me, and like metaphorically, like how artistically, how I see the video is, you know, he kind of went and faced his demons just like Jesus did when he went and descended into hell uh, after his death on the cross and uh, killed the devil. You know, he killed the devil. And and for, I think, Lord Nas, you know, maybe it was the message that he heard growing up that who he is as a queer person is, you know, sinful. Um, it's interesting how a lot of these Christians aren't facing the actual devil within themselves and they're putting it more on top of some cartoony uh, mm-hmm. person in, mm-hmm. you know, some prosthetic. Why don't you descend into hell and give yeah, the devil like, lap dance and kill a lot, There's a lot of devil inside you got to take up. But right. here's what Little Nas X had to say about it himself. Uh, when he released the song, he wrote a letter to his 14-year-old self. Uh, in that letter, he said, I wrote a song with our name in it. It's about a guy I met last summer. I know we promised to never come out publicly. I know we promised to never be that type of gay person. I know we promised to die with the secret, but this will open up doors for many other queer people to simply exist. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows who that devil was that he met when he was 14, that he might even be uh, portraying in the video. Um, mm-hmm. This could be part of a bigger issue. Um, again, like not looking in between the lines and trying to like find out what is actually people are speaking on and what actually is going on and judging books by our cover are a huge problem in the LGBTQ community with the Christian community. Yeah. And there, as, as we all know, there was huge backlash from the evangelicals uh, to his video. And in response to the criticism, he wrote on Twitter, there is a mass shooting every week that our government does not, does nothing to stop. Me sliding down a CGI poll isn't what's destroying society. And that is the truth. Speak the truth. You know, coming from him, coming directly from his mouth, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Like, and to have that like locked and loaded in the gun, I think was a real classy move because it's like, mm-hmm. it is that thing. Like, you know, uh, we've been judged before on this show for our content. Like, and when, when people don't even look inside and try to see what it's about, yeah. I, I, I understand that. I mean, uh, but biblical imagery gets people upset. Yeah. Yeah, the video is full of biblical imagery. I would even argue that the video is a very queer retelling of the story of Holy Week and Easter. 
That's why today we're going to take another look at the video. Uh, we'll come to our own conclusions, and maybe it'll make our faith even stronger. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. So we have this opening shot. Gorgeous. We love a fantasy look. Yes. And then we have this voiceover. In life, we hide the parts of ourselves we don't want the world to see. We lock them away. We tell them no. We banish them. But here we don't. Welcome to Montero. So, fun fact. Montero is Little Nas X's real name. Oh, oh. So this is him being authentically himself. He has opened up with the fact that his queerness has been a source of shame and that he's kept it hidden for too long. Yeah, Little Nas X didn't come out just a couple years ago, so maybe this is talking about his past. He named the land after himself where he can truly be himself. Mm -hmm. And there's Little Nas X sitting under a tree, strumming a guitar. He looks cute. He looks happy and dreamy. Whenever I think of the Garden of Eden, I think of nudity, so maybe on the unedited version, Lil Nas. <laughs> um, but he's <laughs> in a fabulous rhinestone bodysuit, and I gotta get me one of those for sure. I think they're called uh, Ketanit Pasim Egans. <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> and then uh, the serpent appears. Okay, so this is when people get upset whenever they see a snake with uh, anthropomorphic features. Oh, okay. So there's some Garden of Eden stuff. And look mm-hmm. at his face. The serpent is also Little Nas X. Ooh, just like the Garden of Eden, the serpent is tempting him. Ooh, Little Nas is scared of the serpent, and he runs off, but then the serpent's there. He's everywhere until the serpent seduces X. <gasps> that kiss. That lick. There is no way that this isn't a take on the Garden of Eden seduced by the serpent. Come on. And then, and then we pan back to that tree, and then there's mm-hmm. Greek carved into the tree, which is okay. just creepy. Okay, Greek in a tree at the Garden of Eden. That has to mean something. Well, thankfully, the freak and deacon Ross Murray studied Greek. And he also <laughs> looked up on the internet to, inter, internet to find the <laughs> translation. After all, uh, after the division of two parts of man, each desiring his other half. What does that mean? Well, freak and deacon Ross Murray searched more on the internet and tells us that this comes from Plato. Uh, it tells a Greek myth story about the creation of humans who are originally two bodies stuck together, some man and man and some woman and woman and some man and woman. And Zeus got angry and that they were so happy. So he separated the bodies and scattered them. Since then, each one longed for their other half. It explains why we feel love and desire for different types of bodies. Uh, do you think that means he's into bears? Uh, that all, so that's also the song Origin of Love from, from Hedwig and the Angry Inch. I love that song. Yeah, I guess they were working with the same source material, maybe. Oh, and suddenly we are in a coliseum. Isn't that always the way it goes? And Little Nas is uh, walking in, sporting a fabulous wig. Actually, the guards are escorting him, not very nicely. Uh, Oh, they're also uh, Little Nas X, and so is the jury, and so are the crowds. In this video, Little Nas X plays nearly all the parts, so you can think of it as an epic struggle, but it's an epic struggle with himself. The Colosseum was known for the torture and execution of Christians. This is where the Roman Empire would release the lions on Christians. So, Little Nas X is being put on trial by himself. Yes. You can see the council that is putting him on trial, condemning him. And a crowd shouting and angry. They were out for blood, Danny. Now, what's interesting is the crowd looks like that they're made of stone. While the judgment council, Little Nas X and the guards, they're all like real people. Maybe something about how people aren't real or just 
follow what their leaders say. One of the crowds does okay. One of one of the crowd throws a rock, and so Little Nas X is getting stoned, and not the good kind of stoned. <laughs> we we cut really quick to the next scene. But that short scene in the Coliseum is probably the most violent and triggering. He was being put on trial, let's assume for being gay, in much the same way that Christians were put on trial in the days of the early church. This scene should be triggering for Christians since they were once persecuted like this, although that was nearly 2,000 years ago. But LGBTQ people continue to be put on trial and condemned in everyday life. Yeah, put that Coliseum scene alongside the things that are being said in state legislators mm-hmm. about transgender youth. Mm-hmm. The offices of power are doing the same thing we saw in this video, only with less fabulous wigs. <laughs> now, this is where little Nos uh, ascends into heaven, and there's an angel coming down to greet him. So, according to yet another internet search, that's Ganymede. He's another Greek mythological character. In the myth, his beauty was so intense that Zeus turned him into an eagle. You sure it wasn't Danny Mead? No, okay. Danny Mead, <laughs> all right. So what's he doing in this video? Well, Danny Mead has always been an ancient queer icon. He's the perfect, beautiful boy, the symbol of same-sex desire. Are you sure this isn't me? No. A little Nas X is actually justified in this scene. This is not him being seduced like he was in the Garden of Eden, but perhaps finally getting to find love and acceptance but before nas could reach the angel or ganymede the pole appears ah yes the pole the pole that (laughs) started it all and so it's always a poll. You know, you know, this seems to be where the anti-LGBTQ Christians started paying attention. So let's just recap. Little Nas X is living his best life mm-hmm. when he's seduced by the serpent, mm-hmm. put on trial. He's about to ascend to heaven when a stripper pole pulls him down. Mm-hmm. And the pole is taking him down a hole. And down he goes, down to hell. So he walks across the lake of fire when he reaches hell. And approaches Satan's throne. But again, the symbolism in front of Satan's throne is a phrase in Latin. Pause the video. Freaking Deacon Ross, what does it say? Okay, here it is. They condemn what they do not understand already on it. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's some serious shade. And and it's probably pretty shady in hell. This is a really strong message about the internal struggle that little Nas X has faced. And probably some of it from him having to come to church. It's church trauma, Azzy. Yeah, yeah, it's real. Little Nas X is saying something about the homophobic slurs and prejudice he's experienced as a gay black man in the church, in the music industry, and in life. And what does little Nas X do? He gives the devil a lap dance. (laughs) Or he dances with the devil. Have you heard that phrase before? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so little Nas has been condemned and he's owning and taking control of the situation. Okay, he's seducing the devil right back the way the serpent seduced him in the first scene. And then he defeats the devil. He defeats and he takes his power. Yes. This sounds exactly what we'd hear in things like the Apostles' Creed, and I'm just going to read part of it. We are talking about Jesus here. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. 
From there, he will come to judge the living and the dead. This is why I think Montero is a queer retelling of the Easter story. Maybe it's not for the straight people. Maybe they already have an Easter story they can understand. But the story of being condemned and then defeating death and the devil, that can give hope to millions of queer people who see this video. So you know, I really... He could have just said something like that. Like Little Nas X could have said something like that and curbed all of this. But I think that him literally combating the haters with their own reflection mm-hmm. was a re- was a move that actually created more conversation. Yeah, and as an artist, do you feel like you really have to always give context and explanation to your creation? Because I think maybe for, for him, this was more about what he, like, taking that energy of being condemned in in the black church as a young queer black man taking that energy harnessing it and then create turning into something powerful for him and like you said it 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 reflected something on on the church and they reacted and poorly to it um but honestly if you choose to look at it in the context that little nas has given us after it was released there's something really powerful there you know Descend into heaven, seduce the devil, then kill him. It's an interesting next step for him because honestly, like he could have just done like the booty song of the summer, like you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Like to yeah, like give me, yeah. you know, give me that thong or some other, you know. His mm-hmm. his like whole thing that he did with uh Old Town Road had even had a country vibe. Like maybe he could have gone and did another country song or something mm-hmm. uh to try to hold on to that audience, but instead he does this incredibly introspective, like vulnerable uh potentially career ending thing if it went wrong um mm-hmm. that's bold and that's brave and that is definitely a queer artist that we need to keep an eye on because he's telling things he's telling vulnerable stories and those are the kind that's the kind of representation we need mm-hmm. in an odd way i started out gross i started out grossed out and like now here i am praising him <laughs> i mean that's what happens maybe when we take the time to learn about somebody yeah and uh learn about uh what we want to do i um, I know that on the show here that we tried to get him to do the prayer to the end of this sh- show. I never was part of that. <laughs> I knew that he was. I Danny, knew from the beginning. Danny, it was like an like, email no. chain saying like, "Should we ask him? Let's try to reach out to." Like, I knew it was like never going to happen. You know, uh, honestly. But- why not try though? I mean, I'm he sure deserves his, uh, you guys should all tweet him and tell him that he should be uh, on the show. Uh, we'd love to have just him. offer us a prayer. Just offer but anyway, us a prayer. Even if you don't want to be on the show, little Nas X, we're giving you your flowers. That was awesome. Can you, um, can you tell keep, who wrote the email? Keep telling important <laughs> queer stories. You guys, uh, to, for today's tide, love offering charity, act of good. Just share with us your favorite queer modern retelling of a Bible story. Maybe it's Godspell or Jesus Christ Superstar. I can't do the whole song. I have to like break it up. <laughs> uh, maybe it's another video like Montero. We want to see who's getting creative and bringing uh, the Bible to a new audience. I still, as you think, we should sit down and watch The Last Temptation of Christ, uh, which is Mary Magdalene in a dream, a sex dream that Jesus has. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, interesting. That caused a big stir in its day. Uh, but we'll, you know, we'll check it out. Let us know what your favorite is. Uh, just reach out to us at yasjesuspod.com. Uh, we're going to uh, close with this prayer. Yeah. Divine, heavenly, father, mother, there are so many ways to tell the story of your love for us. We ask that you bless everyone who is finding a new and creative way to do that. 
bless, protect, and guard little Nas X as he shares his rawness and authenticity with us. For the folks at Milligan, for all that they can move their university into a place of acceptance for their LGBTQ students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Yes, and we'd like to pray for Nicole's family as they navigate coming out together. And for S. Young, a trans woman who, who recently attempted suicide, uh, mm. please s- slap some sense into that hospital and let them start to care and serve all of those that are vulnerable, um, mm-hmm. especially our LGBTQ folks who come through the doors. Uh, we pray for them we, to cover them, Lord. Uh, thank you so much and amen. Uh, thank mm-hmm. you for listening. To you, thank you for listening to another episode of Yash Jesus. You can find us on social media at Yash Jesus Pod or on our website at YashJesusPod.com. You can now leave us an audio prayer request or praise report on our website, YashJesusPod.com. We would love to share your voice and your prayers on the show. So drop us a line or send us a recording on YashJesusPod.com. Send us your praise reports, your prayer requests, episode ideas, guest ideas, or even just a call me by your name. We'd love to hear from you. Yash Jesus is hosted by me, Danny Franzese, and... And I'm descending into hell, Ezra Southworth. Music, sound, editing, and all things audio are done by Chris Heckman. Our show is produced by the freaking deacon, Ross Murray. Special thanks to Sophie Serrano and Meredith Pauly. Yash Jesus is brought to you by Oddity. Oddity execs are Ryan Lochner, Jessica Bustillos, and Steve Michaels. We are streaming and screaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. God loves you just as you are. Keep praising the Lord, y'all. Mm-hmm.